When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, Aston Villa fans, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate Podcast. And this smile is not a fake smile. It's not a smile I'm putting on just for the camera. It's an actual smile because New Year's Day has been good to us. Aston Villa 2, Tottenham Hotspur 0. Paddy, the good luck charm. His, his luck is changing. There was a time when he was going to games and he couldn't buy a goal, never mind anything else. I'll never forget... He rang me after he joined the podcast after Wolves three uh, when Wolves beat us three two and they scored three goals in the last ten minutes and I remember he was so dejected he was saying I don't think I can go to many more games I think this I think this team might actually kill me and he's been slowly but surely building that record up again and he's been to the to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium today and he's seen a two 0 win and I'm absolutely delighted for him I'm delighted for Kieran O'Callaghan I'm delighted for Philip delighted for Stephen um. Uh, Paddy's son, delighted for Nathan Phillips' son as well. Fantastic day, fantastic day for every Aston Villa fan. It's been a good New Year's, good start to New Year's to, to 2023 so far under under Unai Emery. And there's a lot in this game that we got right. There is absolutely tons, actually, nearly everything we got right in this game. It just goes to show the difference, the solidity at the back can have when we're looking to maybe wear teams down. And I've got a few notes in this that I want to talk about because this is an, that was an Unai Emery, Unai Emery performance today. That was an Unai Emery tactical uh, performance today. And people can talk about tactics and you can say they matter and that they don't. Um, and, and that's an age-old thing that everybody normally, everybody will talk about. But you've seen this first half from Unai Emery teams with Villarreal before. You just have. Anybody who's watched the games that they played in Champions League last year against the likes of Liverpool, against the likes of um, of uh, Juventus, uh, 
that's what they do. They contain, they contain, they contain, they contain, they frustrate, they play six at the back. And we we saw that six at the back. Spurs only got in behind it once or twice. And when they did, the much maligned person that we were all kind of worried about at the start of the game, Robin Olsen, was equal to equal to all their measure. Had a fine game. Robin Olsen had a fine game today. His distribution was okay. It was good. He had a lot of passes. They weren't scared of giving the ball back to him. He was playing, played it out through the center, played it out to the wings. Yes, not everyone went went on target, but I can guarantee you when we look at it, I would say he probably had about 95% pass success rate uh, today for many of the ones on the ground. Maybe it might be a bit lower. I don't know. But defensive stability for me was just magic to see because anybody who joined me for the first, uh, for the first, uh, the team sheet tantrum, anybody who joined me for that, I did end it on a kind of a cautionary note. And I did say, listen, we can talk about Olsen. We can talk about Matty Cash not being there. We can talk about midfield. We can talk about Watkins stuttering up front or whatever before the game. But I said communication between the two center halves needs to be impeccable. And it needs to be impeccable across the back four. And little did I know it was going to be a back six for much of the first half. But communication was absolutely rock solid. And that's tough to do. It's tough to do when you've only four at the back. It's way tougher to do when you're playing six at the back. And we're not going to dance around the situation here. We had a line of six at the back at times in the first half. And I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less because we got the result we came for. We got the result. We, I, I would say based on the second half performance, we got the result that we deserved as well. 2-0 win. Brilliant stuff from Unai Emery. We've played Manchester United, Brighton, um. Uh, Liverpool and Spurs, and we've got nine points out of those games. Fantastic, fantastic! And you can see the difference in my demeanor is not because I didn't under, in this game is it's obviously because of the win, but it's because we were punching upwards again in this game in a tough game, a tough away game. We we're punching upwards again, and what we did is we made every single one of our uppercuts count against Liverpool. We missed with every single one of our uppercuts, and that's why I was as tarny as a tarny bush. And uh, after the Liverpool game, this time we executed, we were disciplined, we were diligent. That's what Unai Emery brings to the table. Couldn't be any happier with this. I really, really, really couldn't. Um, fantastic stuff. Really great. Um, I might see if I can get Patrick to join us once more. I'll send out the speculative tweet. Um, yes, actually, I'm just getting some DMs and, and messages here to say that uh, I'm going to have to have my daughter on, on the team sheet tantrums every time now. Apparently, her her presence was a good luck charm. Uh, so we might have to do that. Uh, that might be something that we will have to do. Um, I'm just going to send... Yeah, Paddy's... <laughs> I got... Paddy, if you're watching, I got there just before you. I can see you typing. Say, so you're probably asking for a link. So here it goes. While we're waiting for Paddy to pop in, I just want to go and look at some of your great comments. Whoa, nearly 100 comments in there already. Super stuff. Um, yeah, lots of great wins, great results. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, and Naomi C says great results. Yes, Danny, this is something I was going to wait to talk about until later on, but Bubakar Kamara is just so, so good. It's a shame that I don't have his jersey here in shot. I'm going to move my camera up slightly here, give myself more headspace. Um, but Bubakar Kamara was absolutely excellent today. Excellent today. He's excellent most days. He's ex I, I don't think he's played a bad game for Aston Villa. But boy, God, is he a Rolls Royce. He just knows how to play. Knows how to play midfield. It's just, it's great. Um, 
John Steele is setting up a GoFundMe for Paddy to go to the go to the away games. Excellent. Um, Love Bleed says great all round performance by the whole team and a big up for Olsen. I, I, Olsen caught a couple like he didn't have much to do, but he did. He did well. Caught a couple from under his under his crossbars and uh, looked a lot more assured than Hugo Lloris did in the other goals. Because uh, when we get to speaking about the goals that we we scored, the first one Hugo Lloris is definitely going to want that one back anyway for sure. Um. Where else have we? Yeah, John Carroll says, John Carroll says, Douglas Louise was excellent throughout. Hopefully injury isn't too serious. It's another thing we'll get on to talk about as well if Paddy joins us. If not, we'll talk about it anyway. Um, We've other ones here. Uh, 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 yes, Snowflake. My overall um kind of feeling for this is it was the control that we showed in the game. Even when we were under the cash, as I say, the communication was there. We had two, we had a bank of six and a bank of three, a, sec, a bank of six, a bank, and, and then the two boys were in front. Um, and then the, the, the two strikers worked very, very hard. I thought today was an extremely difficult game for Leon Bailey. He was almost there not to get on the ball at times, but to hassle players and hassle, hassle defenders. And, you know, in the first half, all three Spurs center halves were booked. Christian Romero, I felt probably could have been sent off in this game. Just a very robust defender, good defender, but robust. But the three of them were all booked, and then they were on tender hooks. And that makes a big difference because when the likes of the ball from Douglas Luiz get, um, when the likes of the ball, the shot from Douglas Luiz get spilled, they can't get handsy. They can't get anything. Yes, they might give away a penalty, but the referee would have no choice but to send them off there. So, and, and also, I suppose, with Ali Watkins, they would have taken their chances, and that's not being bad to Ali Watkins. His effort in that was fantastic to recycle it. But also, um, you know, when Douglas Louise was running through, none of them could body check him before he got to the box because it would have been another yellow card and one of them would have been sent off. So they were on tender hooks and they were definitely walking on eggshells at that stage. Happy Paddy is here. I'm going to try and bring him in and hopefully we'll be able to, to hear him. Paddy. How are you, Paddy? I'm happy. Happy, Paddy. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a, bit, a bit confused, a bit happy. I don't know how that happened, but uh, by God, did uh, did Emery get a tune out of our uh, out of our boys who we didn't have any faith in at the start of the game? Well, I didn't anyway. I know you were hopeful of a two-hour draw, but I certainly didn't see that coming today. That was well I amazing. I didn't see it coming so early in Nunai Emery's tenure, but that performance today, as I was just alluding to previously, you go back and you look at how Villarreal beat Juventus last year in the Champions League. That's what they did. They sucked up pressure. They soaked it up. They demoralized the crowd. They demoralized the, the opposition team. And then they came out and they just were like whippets in the second half. Caught him cold. Scored one. Defended really well. Things like that, things like bringing on Matty Cash and playing him a small bit further forward with Ashley Young behind, that even bamboozles other teams at times because they're going, oh my God, they're parked in the bus. But as we saw, that allowed Matty Cash to get forward. Yes, he was able to fill in for that six at the back that they were playing for quite a lot of the, a lot of the first half when they needed to in the second half. But that's just smart play, I, I, I thought, for a finish. And, uh, you know, well done to Unai Emery. He got his tactics spot on. What was the atmosphere like, Paddy? It sounded dull as dishwater on, on the TV. It was. It was poor. It was, and, and to be fair, we, we weren't much better. I know people were up very early this morning after being probably hung over last night. But we, we created all the atmosphere today. Absolutely created all the atmosphere. Um, I don't know whether you can hear me if I lost you. Can you? Yeah, no, no, no. I got you loud and clear. Yeah, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, the atmosphere is poor. I don't think that stadium has got it together yet. Maybe when they play Arsenal, it might be okay. But 
Oh, I think I've I think we've lost Paddy. Take nothing away from our performance. We got the three points. Got three points that we never expected. Exactly. Absolutely. Some <clears throat> some really. Thank you so much. Come Eddie. on. Let, <laughs> there we go. That's what I love to see. Uh, and thanks as well to Sam Bentley. Thank you so much for that, Sam. Happy New Year, Neil and Penny. Fair play to all in this game. Young again, absolutely outstanding. We also have Anne O'Grady. Oh, oh where is it? And go, go for me to send Paddy to all the away games is up and running. Um, John Steele, I think, is getting it started, Paddy. So uh, <laughs> the go for me is is, uh, is in full flight. Also, generic Aston Villa fan. He has one in here. He said, we actually look like the players know what's expected. I, I thought they knew what to expect from Spurs today, which... Um, was great, which which shows there was good game planning there. And and I know there's a couple of people I was speaking to at halftime on Twitter, and, and and it was a fair point they made is if we played like this against Liverpool, we might have frustrated them. But I think the th- think the part with Liverpool is we uh, we were at home number one, and we were trying to catch them cold, um, as opposed to coming away yeah. to Spurs and then having to 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 do it to to do it opposite way around. So um, yeah, it was interesting. And, and, and I, as I, I say. Once, I think for once we got Spurs at a good time because yeah. they're not in a good place. The fans aren't happy. They're not happy. They're not happy with the manager. They're not happy with the players. They're not not happy with the set up to the team. So we caught them for once. And yeah. like I said before the game, when, when I watched them against, we watched them against Brentford. Um, I gave us a chance, but when I saw that Martinez wasn't back and wasn't too sure about the team, that you know it was a. Uh, I, I thought we were on for a hiding today, so hold my hands up and admit when you're wrong as well. Paddy, this, it's amazing what a win does for people. It's driving people absolutely mad altogether. They're doing queer things. They're doing things they'd never do in a million years. John Bambury is going to put the heating on. That's how much this is, uh, <laughs> has driven him mad. Are you mad? Much millionaire money bags there, John Bambury putting on the heating. <laughs> I, don't think there's any, I don't think there's any need for the heating today. It's a balmy 12 degrees here in North London. Is it? Is it? It's not, not in Ireland. Not in Ireland. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, Paddy, did you, have a good vantage point? did you have a good vantage point of any of the go- for any of the goals? It's a good vantage point for everything. The, 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 the view from that stadium, anywhere you're sitting, is fantastic. It really is. It's a fantastic stadium. It's just a pity that the noise isn't there for it. But, yeah, enjoy the two goals. Um, as I said, a bit, bit surprised by both of them. And uh, I'll have to keep the noise down a little bit here because I'm surrounded by all sports fans now. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Well, it would be great. It would be great content. Uh, Villa fan gets attacked <laughs> live on a podcast. Yeah, Paddy, I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice you for content. <laughs> I'm very willing to sacrifice you for content. Uh, <laughs> Um, talk, talk to me a bit, Paddy, about um, like we, just before you came on, I was talking about Bubakar Kamara. I'm really looking forward to seeing him in the flesh when I get over, hopefully, over the next few weeks. He just stood out in the field today yeah. as the most calm and composed. He was like a fella that was playing, uh, you know, and he, he could pull up the deck chair at any, at any time. And he was only just doing the bare minimum, but he was everywhere, if that makes sense. And it's beautiful to see. He is an absolute Rolls Royce, as we say. He, he was the best player, head and shoulders above everybody on the pitch. Better than Bentancourt. I think we got the better deal there for sure. Um, this guy, it's hard to believe we got him for nothing. Yeah. If there's only one legacy Steven Gerrard leaves us, it's the fact that he got us that player for nothing. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And did uh, and also, he's beginning to form a deadly partnership. And when I say deadly, because 
Uh, Douglas Louise scored today, so that's what I'm talking about, a deadly partnership, because I am seven Douglas Louise were looking good together. The goal that Douglas Louise scored, Paddy, like, uh, I'll be honest, I was chasing a, a, a toddling toddler, and I just kind of popped my head back in through the door when just as I saw him take it down. And then on the replay, I saw the ball McGinn gave him in. So the three guys, are, are like Emery's come in, and he's put the three of them in with different roles and different responsibilities in the team now than they had previously. And it seems to be week on week, game on game, looking more and more consolidated and looking more and more coherent. Did that come across as well when we were... I know a lot of the game we, were, we weren't in possession, but that, did that come across that way as well? Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I've lost you a bit there, Neil. I'm only taking up bits of what you're saying. You're talking about Douglas Douglas Louise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was excellent. There's a a formidable partnership there for the future. Um, And, and, you know, we've just got to be a little bit worried now because we picked up that injury. I don't know how bad it was. Certainly looked like a mistake by the referee. We picked up a few injuries today, which is a little bit worrying. John McGinn looked like he pulled the hamstring. Uh, He was holding holding the hamstring. So, um, yeah, we, we, we could be down to the bare bones by the ring, but hopefully not. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, and Matt Hanlon... Midweek, mid-week with a few weeks. Yeah, Matt, Matt, thank you so much as well for the, for the Super Chat. Really appreciate that. Points for Victorious Podcasters. I'll, uh, I'll make sure that goes straight to Paddy so that he can have a victory point uh, somewhere in North London tonight uh, before he heads home. Um, Paddy, the... the Oh, what was I going to say there? The... The back was was it as apparent during the game as well about that back six that that's going to make a lot of the headlines and going to be a big talking point I think amongst our fans and amongst the national media fans was the back six that apparent in the first half because the line looked deadly straight it looked like it was a plumb line that was drawn uh, for most of the first half and, and I really liked to see it because it showed showed a game plan. Yeah, 
a word you're saying, Neil. I don't know whether you're asking me a question or telling me something. I was no, I was I was asking you a question. I might let you go as well because you're jumping in and out here yourself as well. Listen, enjoy the rest of the day, Paddy. I will uh, let you get back to it, and uh, I'm going to reminisce on the game with some of the guys that are here. But thanks, Paddy. Paddy's gonna, I know Paddy's gonna have a great afternoon uh, there in North London, and he's put down a couple of good days, and uh, he deserves this one as well. But um, want to talk about the goals for a moment, uh, and guys, get involved in the chat. Let me know what you think of the goals. Um, there was uh, I, I was I, I thought that um I thought that Emi Bundia had a really quiet first half. A couple of things didn't go his way. He gave away the ball. He was kind of unassured in possession. He got knocked off the ball a small bit. But then he comes out out in the second half, and you know what? Eight, six seven minutes into the second half, he sticks one in the back of the net, and I thought it was a brilliantly clever finish. It looked simple, and it was simple. But a lot of people there put their laces through the ball, and they end up getting it, getting their shot blocked. But he passes it in back against where the goalkeeper is coming in a tight area, a tight window, right in at the near post, and fair play to him. But uh, Hugo Lloris was brutal from the shot. The the, the the goalkeeping from the shot was absolutely brutal. Um, Ollie Watkins does really well to, to keep the ball alive and, and Bundia finishes it off. Um, and we needed that. I, don't, I think that if we didn't have that fast start, we could have wilted pretty quickly. But it goes to show that uh, we did it against Liverpool as well. You're like, a, you're like a, a curled scorpion for most of the first half. And then we we kind of we struck out and we took our chance and that's the difference here. Ali Watkins' chance against Liverpool ruled offside. This one here stands. It's a goal and we get to build build on that from there. Now it won't happen in every game as we saw against Liverpool and, and the, the the difference here between you know, this game and Liverpool. But when it, we need to be prepared, I suppose, for that to soak up pressure specifically away from home. It's a, it's an Emery tactic, as I've said before. And when it works, it, it, it's really good. And it's really demoralising for the other team. And it's great for us fans because we get to go away uh, with a smash and grab it sometimes. Or in this instance, we grew into the game and we look like the better team in the second half, I thought. Um, uh, AVFC Stato. My God, that was superb. They got you a win for your birthday. Everybody wish AVFC a stato. Pop a comment in there and wish him a, wish him a happy birthday. He's uh, 21 today, uh, I think. Maybe maybe he mightn't be. I don't know. <laughs> but as you say, um, every, every New Year's Day since 2023, Aston Villa have won on, uh, on AVFC stato's birthday. There's another statistic for you as well. Um <laughs> Second goal, I think, for Aston Villa today was really good. John McGinn plays a lovely ball in, but Douglas Luiz, the 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 camera panned to him because he was the only Brazilian on the field at the minute silence for uh, Pele at the start. And um, the camera pans to him and it sticks on him for a while. And I tell you something, Pele would have been proud of that finish from Douglas Luiz today. The way he brought it down, the touch was fantastic. And then nonchalantly just shifted the ball into the corner. It was... A brilliant, brilliant, brilliant finish again as well. And once it, we took our chances, it was beautiful because, as I said, as I alluded to, no one could check his run. The three centre halves couldn't check his run, so he was able to come from deep. He was able to get through. They couldn't get in his way because if, if if you get in his way in that instance, there it's going to be a yellow card just to, because of the way that McGinn plays the ball. So he was able to get in on it. Once he took it down, the defender had to wait for him to take it out of the sky, and then at, after that, the defender had to try and get as close as he could. But he didn't even have an opportunity to do either of those two things. And Larice came and stood still, and, and and as we know, it ended up in the back of the net. What a brilliant, brilliant goal! And uh, absolutely. Um, 
delighted uh, to, to, to see that from Douglas Louise. Going to bring back in Paddy, see if the reception has improved a bit. Paddy, can you hear me? I can hear you. Excellent. Excellent. Talk to me yeah. about Douglas Louise there because we were missing what you were saying and you were missing what I was saying. Yeah, well, it, it, I think the most important thing is they've built up a great partnership there, and the two of them obviously have have that uh, that bond, which is which which seems to work well on the pitch. Um, but the, the worry, as I was saying, the worry is the injury. I hope it's okay, um, and and hopefully we can get a clean bill of health this week because the games are coming thick and fast, as we know. Yeah. Um, apologies about the coverage. I'm making my way back through North London here to try and get back to the airport for. An eight o'clock flight, so I can't stop and talk to you with good coverage. So, <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, um, but I'm just looking here. Yeah, there's if, if anybody gets anything because obviously we don't have the post match uh, interviews afterwards. If anything is asked about the injuries, pop it in the comments and we'll relate to people here as well. Um, there was one here, yeah. I, I, Alan, Alan Healy, I'm confused. Why didn't you play the same tactics against Liverpool? It's, it's absolutely a fair comment, and I think I've seen a couple of people have mentioned it there. We mentioned, we, we spoke about it a moment ago. I think the difference about us being at home and trying to catch Liverpool team who hadn't been together for quite a while, um, cold, I suppose, and we saw that with the chances we created. I think that we we knew we were going to go at them at home, and then it's different than when you're playing away from home. And after the Liverpool defeat, I think that that kind of forced our hand to play like this so that we didn't have two um demoralizing defeats i suppose in the space of a week so um i think the previous result against liverpool dictated this as well um but uh, it shows that we can be disciplined on our own box uh, which is which is always good um ba -ba 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 -ba. what else are yeah gazok says that the Douglas, oh, Douglas Louise looks like a, de a dead leg uh, maybe so i thought it was kind of a clash in knees you never really yeah. like to see that but um yeah. hopefully that's all Absolutely. it is yeah. Fingers crossed, that's all it is. Yeah. Robin Olsen did very well today. Robin Olsen, you thought he did well? Yeah, talk to me about it. But <laughs> he had a lot of passes. <laughs> he saw a lot of the ball, didn't he? Yeah. You know, I, I and actually... with, you know credit, credit where it's due. Maybe it took a few games for him to find his rhythm, but he certainly didn't look out of place today. No, absolutely. And as I say, we all thought... And, and look, no one's going to sit here. I... We were all hoping he would play well today, and he did. And, and fair play, we have to give him that. Um, I'm just going to bring up some of his statistics here. I'll call them out because I remember at halftime he had something like 27 passes at halftime. There's some games where by our midfielders wouldn't have 27 passes between the three of them. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, they, like Una Emery didn't shy away from utilizing him today, uh, which no, uh, not. which shows a great set of stones on his behalf. <laughs> Um, Robin Olsen had 44 passes today. He had more passes today than Brian Hill and Harry Kane combined. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. There you go. He had more passes. He had more passes than Mings. He had the same amount of pa uh, more passes than Kanza, same amount of passes as Dina, more passes than Bundia, Bailey, and Watkins. He had more passes than Bundia and Bailey put together. Um yeah, interesting. And that's not denigrating um, Buendia or Bailey. I think it's just just like that we, we utilised Robin Olsen today and, uh, and and he came up trumps, you know, for the finish. So so fair play to him. Um, yeah, so Paddy, uh, are you booking your flights for Wolves? Can't have to know. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> I have to work. Unfortunately, real life has to stop my travels sometimes. 
forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah, forgot all about that. Um, yeah, no, the Wolves game, I think everyone's going to look forward to it. It comes hot in the heels of this. What is it? The 4th of uh, the, the, the witch of January. Um, the something of January, I, I'm reliably fourth, informed. Fourth, next, next Thursday, the, next Thursday. And then we Thursday. Yeah. Yes, Thursday it is night. The fourth, yeah, it is Thursday, Thursday night. night. 8, 8 p.m. Um, yeah, so listen, guys, we've we've had a, a ball of people on here. We've had nearly 500 people at one stage there. I really appreciate it. Paddy's hightailing it back to back to, to try and get a plane. Everybody, listen, New Year's Eve has only just got started. I, too, have to make tracks. Uh, in the next five minutes to get somewhere. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. I really appreciate it. Aston Villa 2, Spurs nil. Rejoice in a fantastic win, and hopefully we see many, many more. That's nine points out of 12, when a lot of people would have probably only said we might have gotten four or maybe only three at a push. Maybe we might beat Brighton, lost to United, Liverpool, and Spurs, and I think that would have been most people's at a push. The United Emery revolution is still here. It's still in full flow. And hopefully it lasts again uh, until well into this year, until the end of this year, shall I say, and we rock it up the table. Where are we actually? Let's have a look at the table. Um, where's the Premier League table? We're in... Yeah, well, we... we stupid. I have a statistical table up. Well, we stay in the same position we are, but we're one point behind. Yeah, I don't, we're eleventh place, yeah. one point behind. We were, uh, we were, we were four points place. behind, so we we, we couldn't behind have gone anywhere today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twelfth place, important, important point. three points to get on the board. Exactly, exactly. And Palace have, yeah. um, I think, uh, I think Spurs have Palace next as well. Um, uh, so hopefully we be. Hopefully we can put Wolves to the sword and leapfrog Palace into, uh, and maybe get up into the top half of the table over the next few days. But thanks ever so much, everybody, for joining us. If you haven't been part of the podcast before, we would love a thumbs up on this. We would love a subscription on the podcast as well. We come to you every single day on match day for Team Sheet Tantrums, post-match reviews uh, directly afterwards. We come to you as well during the rest of the week. Tomorrow we will be back uh, with a, um, a preview of the Wolves game. And then obviously on Thursday we will have uh, Team Sheet Tantrum and review as well after the game but thanks so much everybody i wish you all an absolute banger over 2023 brilliant year i hope you all have the best year on record so far and until then everybody enjoy tonight up the villa and oh no i might say enjoy tonight be safe be safe and stay stay safe and all that's left to say is up the villa, <laughs> up the villa. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.